Hello, welcome back to Meraki Unboxed. My name's Simon Thompson. I'm so happy to have you here again. Uh, these have been so much fun to do. We started these in like June last year, I think. And we're up to about 20 or so episodes. Lots of great material that is still absolutely relevant today. So don't think that it's time sensitive. If there's aspects of the Meraki portfolio that you're interested in learning more about, I definitely would encourage you to go back and have a look at the, uh, you know, the archive that we have uh, for this podcast. And hopefully you're a subscriber too, so you get these uh, updates. We have these published approximately every two weeks, and uh, they are on your favorite uh, podcast app. They're also available to you via YouTube, Spotify, and so on. So easy to find. We're super happy, for however you have found this, uh, that you've been able to take some time out to join us today. And uh, in today's episode, what we're going to do is uh, focus on security. Uh, it's just been a very big security event uh, here in San Francisco, and to talk about that, I am joined today by Rahul. Hi, Rahul. Hey, how's it going, Simon? Well, it's going great, thank you. And, uh, you know, it's always going great within the first couple of minutes of a podcast right, recording. Right. We've got to try and keep it that way. Got that's, it. that's our goal for this. Um, so, Rahul, what do you do for Meraki? Hey, so I'm a product manager here at Meraki. I manage the MX security and SD-WAN line. I've mm -hmm. uh, been here for approximately two and a half years and really enjoying everything about this place. Right. And MX is... Uh, what was that? That was our second product line at Meraki, right? That was a second one. Um, a fun fact, the reason it's an X is because that's how you draw a router on a, on a whiteboard when you're trying to draw the symbol. That is a very good trivial pursuit question. Yeah. So uh, I hope you heard that correctly out there. And uh, if you want to check other people's Meraki knowledge, that's a really good one to ask. <laughs> exactly. uh, we don't have that in our interview process, do we? we, don't, we no, don't yeah, but I might slide that in now yeah. just to see if people listen to this. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Okay, so tell us about how you came to Meraki. Tell us a little bit about your background and uh, you know how you got yourself into the role that you're doing today. Sure, yeah. I think I came from uh, more of an entrepreneurial background um, throughout my time and uh, my career. This is actually my first actual job um, in, my, in my time on this earth. Uh, before this, I was running two of my own companies. Um, and uh, yeah, was, there were startups. They were more in the consumer tech space. Mm -hmm. Um, and really, it was a super fun experience just growing companies from just the idea to paying customers. I really enjoy that aspect, really want to bring value to customers, mm -hmm. and really like seeing the joy that uh, customers get from things that I, I build. Um, and when I, when I did those, I think uh, I really just wanted to keep doing that, but I wanted to really understand the enterprise space because I think like yeah. the enterprise market is just so different. Um, and I really wanted to join a company where there was just so much to learn and so much to offer, but really still in that high growth phase. And Meraki was right in that in that ballpark. And the other interesting thing is that my father actually worked for Cisco for 15 years. Aha. Uh -huh. um, so that's actually, that is a catch. So that's how I came to know about Meraki. He highly recommended it and said it was like he was there during the acquisition of of Meraki, and right. so he was right in that whole jumble of like, wow, this is an exciting new startup that Cisco just acquired, right? Um, and was telling me all about it. So that's why I checked it out. That's pretty consistent and, and very understandable. I mean, Meraki uh, certainly around the time of acquisition was still a very, very much in its uh, early growth phase, and uh, and we've been very fortunate to be experiencing growth like throughout our our existence. So very. Um, uh, very, very good fun. And I remember that sort of startup-y feel, uh, sort of very dynamic. Everybody's everybody's uh, wearing multiple hats to try and yeah. get things out the door. So it must have been a very natural yeah. fit for you. Yeah, and I, and I think the best part about this this company still to this day uh, is is that we everyone is still so collaborative. Everyone's so open. The mm -hmm. ideas are just free-flowing. 
very much that startup spirit still here. Yeah. Um, and I think that's just directly contributing to the growth that we're seeing. All right. So you joined Meraki. When yeah. was that? This was back in 2017. Well, it seems so long ago now. I know. I know. <laughs> Time <crazy>. flies. <laughs> and so you came in at, uh, what were you doing then when you came in? When I came in, I was a product manager uh, yep. for the MX as well. So I jumped okay. right into to the MX. All right. Um, and yeah, I think uh, really went, wanted to deep dive into the whole security aspect of, of MX, um, seeing how the, the features that we're building, how the, the integrations we're doing with Cisco are really providing value and, and keeping our customers safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but then also, you know, making sure that we're delivering those in a simple and easy to consume way. Yeah. Uh, because security is kind of complicated. Uh, there's no real one solution that solves every problem. For sure. And it's it's just the the easier you can make it, the more the better people can sleep at night, the better our customers can sleep at night. Right. And that's exactly what we want. That always strikes me as the biggest challenge with security is that uh, everybody needs it. Uh, yeah. But the way in which it's delivered for for many people in the IT space, sadly, is with a whole bunch, a whole potpourri of of different point solutions. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I I, th- I feel like the more we can do to try and bring those together under one platform seems like. Yeah. It's 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 obviously it's obviously you'd expect us to say this, folks, but uh, that, that's that's really what we see as the the real big value that we're bringing here. Right? Yeah, I think it, when when security was uh, or when the companies were trying to solve these security aspects and really answer the the problems that customers are facing, it people wanted to build really specific solutions for really specific use cases, and they did they were great at their jobs. What what happened is that customers now had to buy 10, 15 products, Ish. manage all of them. Just imagine that the, all yeah. the licensing, all the all the support, all of the powering, yeah. racking, and stacking, troubleshooting. Yeah, it just took forever and yep. is really complicated. Um, and the industry as a whole, and, and I think Meraki really drove this, was that just consolidating all of that into one simple and easy way to configure and monitor and manage um, was is just a magical solution. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're still driving that message today. And and with technologies that we're integrating building here at Meragi, as well as integrating with Cisco, yep. uh, we're just continuing to do that. Awesome. And we're going to talk about some examples of that today. Yep. So uh, let's let's maybe um, start off with the event itself. So let's, let's go into what this event was. What's it called? Yeah, so it's called RSA. Um, RSA conference here in San Francisco. What does RSA stand for? So, I love I love I'm picking three letter acronyms. Yeah, so RSA <laughs> actually stands for the names of the people who built this algorithm. Wow. Um, so it's their it's their last names. Um, Whoa, and, I, I I had no idea. So I was yeah. really hoping you would know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so so yeah, it's uh, it doesn't actually stand for any like terminology. It's literally the names of the people who built the algorithm. Okay. Um, and it's a very famous you know crypto cryptographical algorithm that's uh, studied in. You know, University today used mm-hmm. in, in technologies today, um, and this conference is hosted worldwide. But here in the U.S., it's hosted in San Francisco. Yep. And what it does, it brings together all of the security-minded folks, all of the security-minded companies that are building cool technologies, and really, it's like the the annual conference for people to show off everything that they've built uh, over the past year, yep. new things that they've noticed, new ways they're addressing problems, uh, and really, it's cool to just walk around, see all the booths, talk to people. Uh, see what see what's top of their minds in terms of things that are uh, annoying them or worrying them, and um, yeah, it's it's a really great just technological way to share everything. 
thing that's being built. Right. And, and we were actually, I guess we were quite lucky that uh, the event actually happened at all. There's so much, as I'm sure you all know out there, um, a lot of events being canceled and, and rescheduled right now. Uh, difficult environment for everybody. So stay safe out there. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, we were lucky that RSA got in before that that happened and uh, and no ill effects. Right. So uh, so we were able to participate as a as a completely normal event there. So let's have a think about um, some of the stuff that we were breaking down there. So we were part of the broader Cisco booth at right. RSA, right? Yeah. So Cisco had uh, a lot of presence at RSA. We had our major Cisco booth, which is front and center mm-hmm. in the main hall, which is which is awesome. Um, and all of the different uh, sort of constituents within Cisco were there talking about the new technologies. Meraki was there. Yep. Umbrella was there. Duo was there, et cetera. But we also had um, sort of different booths for different technologies on its own as well that are still part of Cisco. So Umbrella had its own booth. Mm-hmm. Duo had its own booth. Yep. And I think the the reason for that is because those two uh, technologies in Cisco are actually touching upon where the industry is going right now. So Umbrella really driving the cloud security model, which yep. is very uh, sort of the trend right now. Um, and then Duo really capitalizing on the whole you know zero trust uh, thing that's going on with their multi-factor authentication and things like that. Right. And actually, I was going to ask you to quickly unpick the two because yeah. uh, we talk about them so easily, they just fall off the tongue. Yeah. Uh, these are more recent acquisitions by Cisco. Um, so, so just give us a quick overview. Umbrella, where did it come from? Because it had a very well-known name, right, yeah. before it got sort of brought into the Cisco ecosystem. Yeah, so Umbrella was formerly known as OpenDNS, and, and they were doing a great job providing DNS security mm-hmm. for, for customers. You know, DNS is the first thing that you're going on to when you're typing in a website. And yep. so, uh, you know, getting a protection layer of protection right from that uh, layer is, is great mm-hmm. because you're keeping things away from your core critical network at that very early layer. Um, and they're when they got acquired by Cisco, transitioned to the name Umbrella, and which is awesome because uh, they're actually doing a good job really leveraging this cloud security model that's been going on. Yep. Um, and, and definitely it's a trend in the industry right now, which is doing security on the box is great, but it really hampers performance because mm-hmm. there's so much computation involved in that. But if you can do it in the cloud, you can sort of infinitely scale by just spinning up more processing and things like that in the in the cloud. And uh, Umbrella is really driving that with its secure internet gateway, uh, which they recently announced, mm-hmm. uh, which allows you to do things like IDS, IPS, malware protection, all in the cloud. Okay. Um, and so this is this is like really awesome technology that they're building, um, and more and more companies within, or more and more teams within Cisco are integrating with them. Meraki being one right. Of those. Yeah, and that's so that's one of the awesome solutions. And then Duo, uh, the I just think of Duo as the two-factor auth because. We've now got it integrated here in Cisco, yeah. and uh, like every five minutes, it feels like I'm getting a two-factor auth ping on my Apple Watch that I have to I have to approve um, because we have so many systems that we have to log in during the course of the day. Uh, so, is that essentially it? I mean, what, describe how would you describe? Yeah, Duo? so I think Duo, uh, you you provided the use case really well, but I think the the thing that's been going on, the trend that they're following, is this whole zero trust model. Um, and why zero trust is is a thing now is because we used to do VPN, right? VPN is like how we access resources and mm-hmm. things like that. The thing that VPN relies on is you have to authenticate uh, as a human via your username and password, right. which means that it's not actually the de- any device can log on, but it, as long as the human knows the, de- the username and password. Yeah. But you know, the human could be a malicious person who was able to get the username and password from somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So rather than trusting the human, 
the let's authenticate the actual device. Right. Um, and so the device is where you know you can register via the MAC address and like make sure that if the, a device is actually trying to uh, go onto the internal servers, then uh, you, you're able to authenticate that with. Uh, your your dual factor phone that's also right. a, a device that yep. gets that notification so um, really making sure that devices that are trying to log on are actually who they say They're they are approved devices exactly yeah. and and duo is is being able to do that uh, authentication uh, as well and they're also integrating with a ton of different uh, sort of teams within Cisco as well. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a really big, they're having great success being part of the team. Yeah. So so these are, I mean, this is the beauty is that we've we've obviously, uh, we have this huge advantage that we're able to integrate some of these technologies uh, into our own platform to enhance its, its uh, capability in the security space. But I know we've also got a few things that we've been adding ourselves into the mix um, over the course of the past year. And I think we've we've touched on these uh, a little bit in previous shows, but I think it's nice to to go over them again. It's also really, I think, good to hear it from a different perspective, uh, from the product manager perspective, no less in this particular case. So, you know, let's let's look at um, some of the the trends that are happening uh, within the, uh, the with Meraki portfolio on the security side. So, uh, for example, I think trusted access is one of the ones that we we talked about. Yeah, so uh, Trusted Access is, is one of the technologies that we launched recently uh, as part of our Security Made Simple launch. Yeah. And, and the reason we sort of called it Security Made Simple is, is sort of what I touched upon earlier, where security is just so complicated. Um, you know, people want security, but what, what does it actually mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and we at Meraki really wanted to drive home the message that you can still use these really powerful security technologies, yeah. but uh, integrate them into your systems in a very, very simple way across our entire portfolio. Um, and with with trusted access, um, you know the the, the pain, point here was we wanted to combine the various uh, Meraki full stack technologies mm-hmm. to create a seamless way to authenticate onto that full stack. Um, and so how trusted access works, and this is a really cool one that I'm excited about, is you have your MR access point and you have your client device, whether that's your cell phone or laptop or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and you put systems manager onto that uh, onto that device. That's and our MDM, right? That's our MDM. Yeah. And, and what it allows you to do is basically you can, by authenticating with the MR, you, you can just use your devices automatically. Um, they automatically recognize, the MR automatically recognizes that this device is part of the network, um, you don't have to log on to a VPN. Because it has a certificate that it uses. Right? That's right. There's, there's a certificate. And, and basically what the, the benefits for the end user is that you get privacy because uh, you don't need to sort of have an MDM uh, looking through your phone to authenticate to the, the MR mm-hmm. access point. The access point already knows that, hey, this device, this MAC address is good to go. Right. Um, the, and then from an IT team standpoint, you don't have to sort of handhold users through the onboarding process. And you, can, you all users have to do is just go on a simple portal, click uh, a button that says, like, hey, this is, this is me, mm-hmm. and then get that dual factor authentication going. Of course. And, <laughs> Glad and then, you mentioned that. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then you're, and then you're good to go. So. Yep. Um, really, the the whole point here is that uh, it's just extremely simple to log on to the corporate network um, without having to fumble around with a bunch of passwords, um, and it's all just being combined and taken care of with the Meraki full stack. So no more passwords written on sticky notes attached yeah. to the screens, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the worst. <laughs> yeah. I think we're past that point now. Um, and, and so there there were two things that we 
we announced recently that have this word trusted in them. One of them was trusted access. You just explained what that is. The other one was trusted systems. Right. So what's the difference? Yeah, so trusted systems is more on the hardware side of things. Um, and the, the key here is that your network devices that are all sitting in your network closets and things like that, they are controlling your data, right? I mean, mm -hmm. the data your company data is going through them. Um, and you, you want to make sure those systems are, are safe and secure at all times. And what some hackers have tried to do is, you know, if they're able to put in a custom firmware onto those network devices, say the router, mm -hmm. then they can sort of copy the data, do see what's going through them, et cetera. Um, and so systems that don't have a protection against that sort of custom firmware would, would mean that it's possible to get hacked, essentially. Right. And no CISO wants that to happen and be on the front page of the news that all their data got uh, got taken by, by an untrusted person. And so what Trusted Systems is here at Meraki is we have built technology into the hardware such that if anyone, if anyone tries to upload any custom firmware that's not a certified Meraki image, mm -hmm. the device will just brick itself. It's unusable, and it's just dead in the that's water. That's really locks down then. Uh, yeah. Nice. We and we so we've talked about two things uh, just now. We've talked about essentially the users' devices and getting those onto the network in yep. a secure manner. We've talked about the network infrastructure and essentially checking the authenticity of the firmware of yep. the hardware itself. Then there's this other thing which is just starting to. I mean, we've been hearing about it for years, but it is starting to really take off in a bigger way now, and that's. IoT devices. Right. So that's like a third thing we've got to worry about. Yeah. And it's a pretty big area that we worry about. Um, yeah. So what are, we, uh, what are we doing on that side of things? Yeah, IoT devices is um, super interesting. I think from a security standpoint, it really keeps people awake at night because there's just so many of them. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's like billions of cell phones, but there's tens of billions of IoT devices. Yeah. So, so the scale just is crazy. Um, and... These unfortunately, these IoT devices um, aren't as secure as people might think, right? I mean, there there are things that uh, uh, like this whole custom firmware loading that can happen on a router. It can also happen right. on IoT devices. And we've heard some scare stories in the media about this. Yeah, stuff. definitely. With some some bigger names have have run into this as well. So you know, it it is possible. And so we we want to make sure that uh, at Meraki, as IoT becomes bigger and bigger for our customers, obviously provides a ton of value in terms of sensors and the data that they provide. But we want to make sure that these IoT devices that are logging onto the network are in a done in a secure manner. Mm -hmm. And what we've come out with is uh, the MR access points also have a new feature called Identity PSK, Identity Pre-shared Key. And what it allows you to do is have IoT devices authenticate on the address onto the network via the MAC address. Okay. And so again, it's really trust making sure the device itself is what the device says it is, mm -hmm. and not just some random device. Um, and you can uh, sort of do that by uh, knowing what the MAC address is as well as doing radius authentication uh, to right. Do that as well. I was about to because I was about to check with you on that because yeah. we've had MAC based auth for a long time, right? That's, yeah, that's not anything new, but it's this combination. It's the combination. It's more powerful, right? Yeah, so it's basically ch checking two things: uh, the MAC and and making the radius authentication uh, happen to make sure that this IoT device is what it, it says it is. It says it is. And the other thing that we care about is uh, when you as a user, when you're managing these IoT devices, you might have tens or hundreds of these sensors laying around. Mm -hmm. and you don't want to sort of 
manage or group them via their IP address or their MAC address. That's just unreadable, right? And probably unmanageable at some point. Exactly, yeah. yeah. No one wants to memorize a ton of numbers, and that's how you end up with sticky notes on your laptop sure. that say exactly <laughs> what these are. Um, so we've also allowed, with this, with this new uh, feature launch, the ability to group sensors in, with identities. So you can say, like, these are my sensors, these are mm-hmm. my Alexas, these are my cameras, um, and, and really allow really quick and easy policies to be applied to those groups mm-hmm. um, just with a cu- couple clicks of a button. Awesome. Well, that's a pretty comprehensive list. So yeah. you had plenty to talk about. We, uh, so there were uh, presumably some speaking sessions. How did we How did we tell the world about this at RSA? Yeah, so uh, at, at Meraki, I think the best part about being part of Cisco is that we get to integrate with all of these cool Cisco technologies. Mm-hmm. Um, and Cisco is doing really great stuff on the security side, really world-class security technologies backed by world-class professionals right. um, who are building really, really cool things. And being part of Cisco, we get to pick and choose what we want to integrate into the Meraki ecosystem. And um, it's it's a great sort of better together story that we have. Mm-hmm. And we want to tell the world about it at conferences like RSA. And with all these booths that are there with the Cisco booth, the Umbrella booth that was there, the Duo booth, we as Meraki actually had speaking sessions at each one of those uh, various Perfect. booths. So it, it showed our customers that, hey, we are working together as Cisco. We're bringing really cool technology together mm-hmm. and uh, showing how the use cases that we're solving really make people's lives easier. Right. Um, and so we had uh, around five speaking sessions at, um, at RSA over the course of the week and uh, had a ton of great attendance. It was really cool. Had some engagement. Questions were being to, uh, asked. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, people really wanted to learn more. So we just sort of uh, brought them all over the Cisco booth and they asked questions and we were just engaging with them afterward. And it was really awesome. And so what I'm curious, actually, uh, what kind of questions people had, like when, when they hear these presentations, because it sounds, I mean, I'm biased. Okay, yeah. I'm biased, everybody. But <laughs> but it sounds pretty compelling to me. Right. So, but, but but there's always skeptics, especially at a security event in my of course, experience. Of course. So, uh, so what kind of questions, what curveballs did you get thrown at? Yeah, I mean, I think what uh, the, the main things that happened is people were really excited about the use case, but they wanted to see how it could apply to their specific problem. Mm-hmm. So they would come to the booth and say, hey, I'm a customer in a financial, working in a financial firm, and we have these issues with our you know, IoT devices or our cell phones not being able to log on, et cetera. Yep. And um, some, we ha- actually had a mo- malware attack happen before and, you know, our existing security solution didn't really protect against this. And it's like, mm-hmm. how can you guarantee that this is something that's protected and, and things like that? And so it, it really, uh, a lot of these conferences that I come to, it, people really want to talk about how it can solve their specific problem. And that's yep. exactly why I love talking to customers. Yes. Uh, to, to really learn what's happening on the ground. Yep. And me as a PM, I get to sort of really understand from a high level view what customers are worried about and figure out cool existing cool ways to sort of solve what's going on yeah um, and that's yeah. the that's the balance that we're always trying to strike in the in the the tech world certainly in the Meraki world um, yeah. is you know we we know that we, we're not going to know every possible permutation every issue that every different type of customer might experience uh, but at the same time, sometimes customers and uh, prospects, they don't know what they don't know. Right. And so there's also a bit of leadership that, of, that's our responsibility to carry. But then there's that opportunity to hear how it resonates when you, yeah. get, to a, when you get to a conference. Yeah, example. I think um, definitely uh, you, you touched upon that exactly, which is like people think like security is just like, oh, I just want security. 
And what does that mean? Uh, hopefully it doesn't mean I have to buy 20 different things. But when people figure out that that is the way it used to be, mm. they get very worried or, you know, well, maybe I don't need to buy those things and maybe it can be a little less secure. But we don't want to say that. We, we want at Meraki, we want people to be as secure as possible, but consume them in the simplest way, which is having just one or two technologies that can cover a, a variety of use cases. Yep. And the more integrations we do, the more sort of combinations of technologies that we do, it, it really really helps with that story. And that's because, you know, we, we have uh, the other thing, of course, is is that we know that there are trends in the world of security. Uh, and so that's another sort of uh, dimension to all of this. Yeah. So what about those other dimensions? Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I think the, the thing is that um, security is really uh, the best consumed in layers um, and, and the sort of like an onion. You want to you want to have as many layers as possible. I think in in Cisco terms, we call these micro perimeters. And, and the reason for that That's is so much more uh, techie sounding than than, <laughs> than onions. onions. <laughs> <laughs> I like onions. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so with, with micro perimeters, basically what this is, is um, if you imagine you have a castle on the top of a hill, you don't want just a straight shot to to the castle as an attacker. Uh, or if you're if you're trying to defend this castle, you yep. want you wanted to make it as difficult as possible right. for someone at the bottom of the hill to get to the top. Mm-hmm. And so you can have moats, you can have walls, and all these sort of things. And and that's sort of what these these different security technologies are. So you have DNS security at like the outermost layer, provided by Umbrella, really lets you sort of get DNS attacks secured mm-hmm. from that first option. Mm-hmm. Then you then you want to have network security, which is what the MX Meraki MX provides. Um, doing your IDS, IPS, your malware protection, your sandboxing, things like that. Yep. And then you also want to make sure there's protection on your on your client device as well, um, so that uh, you know things like uh, Systems Manager and these Identity PSK that we have really authenticating the device itself to make sure that the device is not malicious and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and really, this is sort of the the story about security, which is all about those layers. Um, and and we at Meraki are really trying to provide these layers in in just the easiest way possible. Right, and 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 so I think the the key takeaway for those who are listening is that security ultimately boils down to onions and castles. Yeah, yeah, two of my favorite. If you things. remember those two things, you will be uh, an expert in multi-layered security yeah. solutions and micro perimeters. Exactly. Okay, exactly. I love it. I actually really like that castle analogy. That's a great one. I'm picturing a slide now. We need to make a slide. Yeah. Castle at the top and uh, and all of these different in the moat and all of that. Yes. Right. Yes, I'm, I'm seeing it. I'm living this. Uh, send in your submissions to, uh, <laughs> to us at Meraki. Um, okay, so what, what's going on with security at Meraki? How's the team evolving? Yeah, so, I mean, with, with all these technologies that we've announced, obviously there's a very talented team behind these that are building all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, and and really what's what's happened from in, from internally, our engineering team has really doubled down in hiring the best of the best in terms of the, the, the security experience that they bring and the engineering prowess that they have to actually build these technologies. Mm-hmm. Um, on the MX side, we as sort of the security product within Meraki, we've expanded our security team greatly over the past year and there's a lot of cool and interesting challenges that they're tackling and figuring out how we can really leverage Cisco technology to, to tackle these problems and address the use cases that our customers are, are facing. So yeah. from a security product standpoint, we are really doubling down on that. But then obviously from a sort of overall company standpoint, we want to make sure our cloud is secure, 
the, the way that devices, our Meraki devices work is secure. And then from a sort of more general aspect, we actually spun up a completely dedicated security engineering team right. that looks across the entire Meraki portfolio, the cloud, and really make sure the practices that we're doing, the technology that we're implementing is the best of the best and really making sure our, our customers are secure. And so we've hired best in class there and really doubling down on that message, which is which is paying dividends. Yeah, and, and that's, of course, a super important aspect. We've been talking mostly about features that our customers can turn on and play with uh, and integrations with uh, parts of the Cisco portfolio. But, of course, there's also a lot of security that our, we ourselves within Meraki uh, have to be very cognizant of in order to protect this cloud infrastructure that we've built the entire business around. Right. Uh, you know, it's 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 hugely important to any cloud business, of course. And uh, I mean, that's where we, I guess we have an advantage having been doing this now for how many years? What were we at? 12, 13 yeah, years exactly. at this point. So, you know, we, we know a thing or two about protecting uh, protecting a cloud at this uh, at this point in time, but it's good to hear that we're investing in yeah, I, I think you can never invest enough, right? I mean, yeah. keeping keep the, the features that customers consume, those are great, but we want to make sure the, the sort of vehicles that they're consuming them on, which are our devices, our cloud, yeah. are also as secure as possible, and that, that'll never go away. We want to make sure that's happening. Totally. And, to, and, and so to do this, we need a great uh, product team, obviously led by your good self. Yeah. Looking after that. Yeah, definitely. And so uh, our, our product team is, is hiring. We're hiring across Meraki overall, but definitely on the, on the product side of things, Things. Um, it's, it's super exciting. We get a ton of uh, applicants come, come in and um, really sort of know the message, really live the message of Meraki. And I think the, the key thing that we're looking for is, do you really care about the customer? Um, and do you care about how they are, how they experience, how they experience life using mm-hmm. technology? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and care about the problems that they, they face. And what we, we sort of look at um, how passionate you are about solving those problems. Um, because we, I think me personally, and definitely the, the me and people on my team, uh, we're we're sort of emotionally attached to the products that we built. We want to make sure that the best out there. We we take pride in what we put out there. Yep. And um, it's it's just really become a a good way to sort of build cool products together um, and really share the experience, share our experience building these with the rest of the world through our customers. And um, that's that's really what we care about. Yeah, and and that's of course what part of the reason why I started this podcast in the first place is because we just know that it's more than just the technology, the people who build this stuff, who are continuously innovating. It's it's a phenomenal team. We're very fortunate uh, to uh, to work with such great folks here, and the, and I think the word passion is one that you hear often in this building. Yeah, and uh, I, I I'm convinced that it's uh it's one of the it's baked into the DNA of this of this business so um, super cool yeah all right Rahul thank you so much for, uh, for coming and chatting with us today that was fun yeah thank you for having me this is awesome we enjoyed that and and there will be more I mean that's the great thing it says always going to be more technology so uh, when you've invented the next uh, the next thing we've done onions we've done castles when, whatever the next thing is come right, back and right. talk to flying, us again flying cars or something right <laughs> we'll get it done Okay, thank you once again for joining us on Meraki Unboxed. Uh, I do definitely, uh, I, w- I would love for you to to become part of the conversation here. And there's a couple of ways you can do that. If you go to the Meraki community, that's community.meraki.com. 
there is a wonderful environment there full of other folks who are using the Meraki technology, but also Meraki folks as well, Merakians we call them, uh, who are in there talking about uh, the technologies, helping to answer questions and queries, sharing feedback, that kind of stuff. Uh, but also, of course, I would love to hear from you directly. So if you'd like to uh, send some feedback or if you'd like to suggest a topic you'd love us to talk about in a little bit more depth, do please reach out to me. And you can do that via Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Meraki Simon, one word. And uh, that will hit me directly. And then uh, we will definitely try and work that in. I would love to make this responsive uh, to all of you who are the valued uh, people without whom this podcast doesn't exist. So thanks again. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. We'll see you then. Have a great couple of weeks. Bye for now.